humidity at 81%. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Bill Robertson. The top stories. Local health officials apologise for not immediately isolating a patient now confirmed to have the Wuhan virus. The death toll from the new coronavirus hits 41 on the mainland and France confirms Europe's first cases of the potentially deadly virus. Hong Kong health authorities have revealed that a third patient who came down with the new Wuhan coronavirus was not sent to a special room straight away when she visited Chunmun Hospital to seek treatment on Wednesday. Timmy Sung has more details. Officials told a press conference that when the Wuhan woman visited the accident and emergency department, the only two rooms equipped with a negative pressure system there were already occupied. The 62-year-old woman stayed in an ordinary room instead for three to four hours. The system helps reduce the chance of contracting an airborne infectious disease in the ward. A hospital authority director in charge of quality and safety, Dr. Chong Kin Lai, apologized to the public for his handling of the case, but added the room in question is located near an area where people wait for X-ray scans, rather than facing the lobby where more people are usually gathered. He said risk assessments were underway to determine the impact on other patients and on medical workers. Dr. Zhuang Shokwan from the Center for Health Protection, meanwhile, one of the increasing trend for confirmed cases in the city after the number rose to five. She said there are challenges in detecting cases early because the symptoms of the disease are not obvious in its early stages. The condition of one of the five people confirmed to have the virus has now deteriorated and they've been put on a respirator. Meanwhile, mainland health officials say 41 people have now died from the Wuhan virus and there are more than 1,200 confirmed cases of the disease. Here's the BBC's Rory Gallimore. In a country of more than a billion people, and despite sweeping measures by the government to contain it, the new strain of coronavirus is continuing to spread. The latest deaths were all in Hubei province, where the outbreak first began. State media are also reporting that a doctor treating those with the disease in Wuhan has died. That's one of a number of cities where the authorities have imposed stringent travel restrictions, making it hard to gauge the severity of the outbreak. They're also building a new hospital there. Remarkably, it's expected to take little more than a week to complete. Chief Executive Carrie Lam says the government will adopt a stringent approach in combating the new coronavirus. She insisted the administration will always put people's health first. Speaking to reporters early this morning after returning from the World Economic Forum in Switzerland, Mrs Lam said even though she was away for a few days, she had kept in touch with local officials. The government is expected to hold a press conference later today to give an update on measures to combat the disease. France has diagnosed three cases of the Wuhan virus, the first to be confirmed in Europe. The French health minister, Agnès Bouzin, said one case was a man in his 40s who returned this week from a trip to Wuhan, the city at the centre of the outbreak. He came back to France on January the 22nd and consulted for symptoms on January the 23rd. He was hospitalised and today we got confirmation that his samples are positive. He's been in a Bordeaux hospital in an isolated room so that he has no contact with the outside world. Ms Bouzin said a second case had been identified in Paris. No details were available of the third. A powerful earthquake has struck eastern Turkey, causing buildings to collapse and killing at least 18 people. The Interior Minister, Suleiman Soylu, said emergency workers were searching for 30 people trapped under rubble. The BBC's Gareth Barlow reports. 
The earthquake struck at around 9pm local time, sending buildings crashing to the ground and residents rushing into the streets. Hundreds of rescue workers have been deployed to the remote and sparsely populated region. Using excavators, power tools and even their bare hands, teams are working into the night to search for survivors. The area has experienced dozens of aftershocks since the first tremor, which was so powerful it was felt in neighbouring Syria and Iran. In 1999, a devastating 7.4 magnitude earthquake hit Izmit in western Turkey, leaving more than 17,000 people dead, including about 1,000 in the country's largest city, Istanbul. Donald Trump has become the first US president to attend the anti-abortion movement's biggest rally. Addressing thousands of demonstrators at the annual March for Life in Washington, he said unborn children had never had a stronger defender in the White House. Mr Trump said he'd implemented policies to restrict access to abortion. The rally took place near the Capitol, where his impeachment trial is continuing. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The US military says dozens of its troops suffered traumatic brain injuries or concussion in the recent Iranian missile strike on a base in Iraq. The Pentagon had initially said there were, there were no casualties in the attack, but now it's been revealed that 34 soldiers have needed treatment. Earlier this week, President Trump had played down the injuries. From Washington, the BBC's Chris Buckler reports. The idea that after that strike by Iran in Iraq that no one had been injured to then go to the idea that 34 people had been injured and that 17 were so badly hurt that they had to be transferred to Germany for treatment, that is something that has raised a lot of concern and alarm here in the United States. If you take a look at those 17 people who have been moved to Germany, eight of them have now returned to the US, but there are nine still there, still receiving treatment and still being assessed. And that gives you a sense of the level of their injuries. The Mexican president has denied that the security forces used excessive force against Central American migrants trying to cross the country's southern border on Thursday. The United Nations has expressed concern over the situation. This report from the BBC's Leonardo Rocha. Mr. López Obrador said the human rights of the migrants had been respected, but many in Mexico were shocked to see the footage of the incidents that took place on Thursday at the border with Guatemala. Lines of National Guard troops armed with shields and batons forcibly pushed back around a thousand migrants. They're part of a group that left Honduras nearly two weeks ago heading for the U.S. Campaign groups have accused Mexico's left-wing government of bowing to pressure from President Trump who threatened to impose sanctions unless Mexico did more to stop them. One of the most important figures in the Northern Ireland peace process, Seamus Mallon, has died at the age of 83. He helped negotiate the historic Good Friday Agreement more than 20 years ago. Here's the BBC's Chris Page. Seamus Mallon began his political career with the nationalist SDLP in the early years of the Troubles. He became one of the most prominent critics of violence on all sides. He was an MP for almost two decades and also served in the Irish Parliament. However, it was his role at Stormont that he valued most. After helping to negotiate the Good Friday peace agreement, Seamus Mallon was elected as Deputy First Minister. He stood down in 2001, having earned international respect for his intellect and vision, hailed as a statesman for his influential role in ending the conflict. 
a new species of meat-eating dinosaur, nine metres long and with 80 razor-sharp teeth, has been officially recognised by a paleontologist in the US. The Allosaurus, Jim Atseni, would, would have roamed the, plain, the, food, the floodplains of North America. The BBC's Simon Ponsford has the details. The dinosaur bones were first discovered during a dig in Wyoming in 1990. They were wedged inside a giant rock and had to be blasted out with explosives and lifted away by helicopter. After that came years of painstaking research to discover if this was a new species of meat-eating dinosaur, never before recorded, rather than a familiar one such as the T-Rex. Now, paleontologists have declared it is new and say it was a two-legged beast with curved claws for snatching prey and probably the top predator in its ecosystem on the flood plains of western North America more than 150 million years ago. To sports now, and we start with tennis, where world number two, Carolina Pliskova, has bombed out of the Australian Open to Anastasia Pavlyuchenkova, as the shocks just kept coming in the third round. A day after Serena Williams and defending champion Naomi Osaka both crashed out, Russia's Pavlyuchenkova won 7-6 for her first victory over the Czech. She will face three-time Grand Slam winner Angelique Kerber, who survived a scare from Italian rank outsider Camilla Georgi to reach the last 16. And in football, it's FA Cup fourth round weekend, and that means tricky ties for Premier League sides coming up against feisty and highly motivated lower league opposition. Among those under huge pressure is Manchester United boss Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Coming off a dire home defeat to Burnley, they face third-tier Tranmere tomorrow on a notoriously bad pitch. But Solskjaer says he's not changing the way they play. I'm going to stick to what I've... uh been trusted to do by the club and hopefully that will uh, be good enough and that they can see what we're doing is right. We know how football is nowadays but all my conversations with the club have been uh, been positive. On the training ground the, the mood's still good of course everyone's uh, down because we don't win and we all want to win games and it's understandable that supporters sometimes air the frustration when you when the results are not great on the pitch and this the last week has been two two disappointing results um, which probably has enhanced that feeling that's the news from RTHK And welcome to this week's edition of World Vibes with myself, Pierre Tremblay, with you till 3 p.m. This week, we dedicate the entire two-hour show to our special Chinese New Year special. On this, the first day of the New Year of the Rat, we have our featured China rock album from the archives, as well as Chinese New Year songs from the mainland, Taiwan, and Hong Kong. As always, Giovanetti says it so well in Italian. <laughs> We're still the belly button of the world. And on this Chayat, the first day of Chinese New Year of the New Year of the Rat, Gung Hei Fa Choi, Lai Si Congratulations, be prosperous, get your red packets, Gam Yuk Montong, may your wealth fill your hall, Dai Jin Hong Tou, may you realize your ambitions, Ying Chun, Jeep Fok, greet the New Year and receive happiness. 
Mansi Yuyi, may all your wishes be fulfilled. Gathing Yao Yu, may your happiness be without limit. Yapun Man Lei, may a small investment bring ten thousand fold profits. And with that, we start off with our first song, a classic from the seventies in Hong Kong with Adam Zheng and Lisa Wang. This was when they were both TV and movie stars and singers, and they team up for this song, Funlock Lin Lin. Welcome happiness year after year. <laughs> Ting 